another episode of everyone's least favorite podcast. If you like eggs, if you like wings, if you like tiny, tiny things, <laughs> it's the podcast that's only about the birds from Star Wars. Are there birds? <laughs> yes, Demi Lauder's dead. There are, because this is Porg Chatter. Everyone on Twitter is upset at the Porgs, Stereos and I. This is our second attempt recording this, so we tried to do one last night and it didn't work. So now it's a bonus episode, because I couldn't stay sober enough to create an episode of Porg Chatter. With me today is my host, Stereos Coconuts. Stereos, say hi. Hey, thanks for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> I have you every episode. Well, not that one. You had that one episode with uh, with Nick Rackets, and then you also recorded an episode with Bumpkey where you lost half the audio, and then you recorded an episode with Kimball where he used, I guess, words that he's allowed to use, but still. Yeah, where some words that start with a K. You know... <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to dance around what the words were, but I guess we can go straight in. I mean, uh I'm not gonna say it. Well, no, but but now everyone knows what it is. <laughs> they all do. Anyway, welcome to Porg Chatter. This is a special thanks it's a Porg Chatter Thanksgiving. <laughs> Isn't that right, Asterios? I'm very I am very, very excited about this episode. Um because Sriracha started talking to me about this topic, and then I was like, can we please just record this? All she does all day is actually talk to me about porgs. It's like I'm living in an episode of Porg Chatter all the time. You guys just hear like one out of every 20 conversations about porgs. Yeah, honestly, I don't know why I never put this podcast out. We should just stick a microphone to me. (laughs) We could have 24-7 Porg Chatter. I had a dream the other week about a porg eating something off the ground. I don't remember what he was eating, but I just remember seeing him. He was on a harness. I said, no! And then I scooped him up. I re- Yes, exactly. Sriracha, and this is not comic exaggeration, about half the time she wakes up and she says, I had a dream about porgs last night. She goes, uh... I, one time you, you told me about a dream where you discovered a basket full of porks, right? Yes, on the subway. She had a dream where she found like an Easter basket filled with porks on the subway. But then as she was about to pick up the basket, she woke up. And then this dream with the, with the porg on the harness, like she has a porg on a leash. I don't know why she's calling it a harness. It's... Kind of a confusing word. It's a harness. But but leash makes so much more sense. You have showed me pictures of birds on leashes. Those are called harnesses. It's a leash! Because the bird can fly. Dogs and kids can't fly. So you put a dog or a kid on a leash, and you put a pork in a harness. No, you put a kid in a harness. You don't put a kid on a leash. The reason we call them harnesses is so that parents don't have to think of them as kid leashes. I can't wait to put my kid on a leash one day. Oh my god. Okay, well, I would absolutely... Be honest, would you put your kid on a leash? No, I don't think so. And not even because I don't think it's a good idea. I think it's a fantastic idea. 
I would just be too embarrassed to do it. Oh, yeah, did you? So your problem isn't that you think it's degrading? No. Because that's always the argument. No, I don't either. I think it's cool. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think they care at all. I don't know what the difference is between like, like, okay, your kid is about to run into traffic, which is what kids are always about to do. What's all the difference? Of the time. All the time. What's the difference between just scooping them up with an arm and you, or using that same arm to yank on a leash, jerks them back towards you. Either way, you've saved their life. Yeah, and they get to walk on their own. You ever try to walk with the kid? They need their the reason why they, you need to hold their hand is because it's like you said they just they run, they yes. take off at a moment's notice. <laughs> yes, exactly. Porgs and toddlers have the same level of intelligence. They love to eat berries. They love shiny rocks, and they don't understand that they are constantly in danger from either Chewbacca or another kind of hairy angry ape, the modern male New Yorker. I thought you were going to say pedophile. Oh, wait. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what I am saying. I mean, yeah. You know, that would have been funnier, actually, if I just said pedophile. <laughs> well, this is a welcome to the joke workshopping hour with Sriracha Mysterious. I'm not as funny today. <laughs> I'm not as funny as I was last night. You were hilarious. Uh, Do you want to start drinking? Because <laughs> I'm going to start not. I'm, I'm going to start drinking. Hold on. I'll be right back. It's not Thanksgiving yet. <laughs> Okay, while Sirius is gone, I'll plug our sponsor. Our sponsor is ButcherBox.com. ButcherBox.com is a very shitty website on which you can order meat sent to your home. Somebody was emailing me about ButcherBox.com. They said it was total garbage. Sirius, are you still there? Can you hear me? I'm getting whiskey. That's okay. You take your time. I'm going to keep talking about ButcherBox. Apparently, ButcherBox sent this gentleman a crate full of half-thaw meat, which to me sounds like a salmon, like a recipe for salmonella poisoning. So he complained and they sent him another box, which was only kind of half melted, a quarter melted. Either way, I don't see why you would want to order meat off the internet unless you need your Kobe beef like a heroin addict needs his fix. I just go to the grocery store. I 100% agree because whatever super high quality bullshitness is in this meat is going to be degraded and destroyed by the fact that it's like frozen and thrown in the back of a truck with a bunch of people Zappos orders for 10 days and then left on your stoop to melt in the sun. <laughs> that's not a that's not a bug, that's a feature. That's called aging. <laughs> the meat is aged in the back of a Zappos truck. What made you think about ButcherBox? What the hell is this? That's Maddox's sponsor. And also because somebody was emailing me about how shitty ButcherBox was. Oh, Maddox has a sponsor? But Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, who would have thought? Don't you remember? We were literally making fun of it when me, you, and Monkey did that parody episode. I don't remember. You know for a fact that I have smoked away my memory. It don't exist no more. That's why my phone... Sets off 20 alarms that annoy you all day. Because it's like, if I don't get 20 alarms, I'm not going to do the thing. 
No, that I can't fucking stand that stupid goddamn fucking alarm. Mysterious is deaf, so he has his alarm clock. Is the it sounds like a goddamn motherfucking fire alarm that one would blare into an apartment building full of deaf children to nope. tell them that it's time to clear out the deaf orphanages because there's a deaf fire going on and they'll all hold deaf hands and go down the deaf stairs and stand outside singing deaf songs as they watch their deaf orphanages burn to the ground. Asterius's alarm sounds like a goddamn Rick. It, it, it sound it, it's very loud is what I'm trying to say. Well, it's very loud. Can you replicate the noise with your No. Phone? No. I don't it's man, man, man. Enjoy that audio. Enjoy that people with headphones in because that's what I hear every day. And not only that, not only is it louder than hell, not only is it louder than the fucking Big Ben of equivalent in hell, you also don't shut it off, which pisses me off to know. You just hit endlessly for hours. I'm sucking hours on end. You will pause the alarm or snooze or whatever the hell it's called. And I'll listen to bang, bang, every 15 minutes for like Four goddamn hours. I have a little bit of trouble waking up in the morning. Just shut the alarm off. You're well, not no, going to wake up. If I shut it off, then I'll never wake up. But if I keep snoozing it, eventually you will come in the room and tell me to turn this fucking thing off. And that's <laughs> the real alarm clock. And then I get up. That's my gorilla mind. Is that the real alarm clock when I come in and start having an aneurysm because I've been listening at a meh, meh, meh for the yeah. past three hours? Yes, it's called the Sriracha Alarm Clock. It's fantastic. It's much like the band from the 70s, the Strawberry Alarm Clock, who had that <laughs> Fuck hit, you. hit song, Incense and Peppermints. Incense and Peppermints, number little time. Go on a bone, put your porgs around. Who cares? Little wings, furry faces, love all the things. Instant I bought porkments you. and porks time. Wait, what? No, keep going. You done? You done yet? Incense and porks, porks and time. You know that song. How can you not know Incense and Peppermints? I don't. By the strawberry alarm clock? Because I'm under the age of 50. Anyway, Fucking what's boomers, this, am what's I right? This, what's the, what's the I bought you a goddamn alarm clock that went off and then jumped off the table and rolled around. And you yeah, remember, find it. What happened? It, it immediately stopped working. Why? Because it felt... Okay, Sriracha <laughs> bought me... Sriracha bought me a, actually a pretty cool alarm clock. The, the idea is that it wakes up and it starts running around. And you have to get up and find it and shut it off. It has these little robot wheels. And it's designed to fall like off of your nightstand and onto the ground. Well, the very first time it fell off, it just like cracked in half. Just all I ask is that you shut the alarm off. Just wake up, shut it off, and then we don't have to sit in an airplane hangar. If I could, <laughs> if I could do it, I would do it. I'm 37 years old. I'm a boomer. You have to change for my generation. You're the ones that are going to have to start learning to breathe smoke and uh, drink polluted water. You guys are the ones that are going to have to find a way to save for retirement without us paying you the money it would take to save for retirement. I don't know. Marry up or something. 
figure it out, Zoomers. This is not my problem. Oh my god, I've been sitting. I've been sitting and violently masturbating all day to boomers uh, posting negative reviews of what is that head that hedge fund manager that made that. 13 minute long video of him crying like a little girl that peed and pooped her panties because he wiped out millions of dollars investing solely in crude oil. James Cordier, did you see that? Uh, correction, he lost hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, yes. excuse me. Uh, yes, I've heard about his 13 minute long rambling apology where he's also wearing a very expensive Rolex watch the whole time. And then I heard that the heat was too hot, so he deleted all of his accounts and never posted again for real. Now people can't find him. He lost everybody's money, and now he's in the wind. Oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. It makes me so happy to see boomers. Why? Why would you invest all of your money into a hedge fund that only invests in crude oil? Crude oil. Now, I'm a fucking idiot, and I know that oil is one of the most volatile commodities in the entire goddamn known universe. Why would you put all of your money in oil? Well, see, interestingly, people aren't putting all their money in oil. They're putting all their money in this guy. Like, this is why I told you a long time ago... You got to buy index funds because these mutual funds that try to target specific market metrics always end up losing. The market, 99% of the time, the market beats a savvy mutual fund investor. Because there's always some asshole like this with a Rolex who's like, a mm, 14% of tech and then 9% automotive and then 15% crude oil, the perfect mix for my perfect clients. And then... Everybody loses their money. Meanwhile, guy like Stereos Kokonos, who used to have money in index funds until uh, both a divorce and a crippling lawsuit totally wiped him out. But I was doing real well for a while. So you should listen to my advice. Yeah, yeah. What is what is portfolio diversification? I don't know because I'm a stupid fucking boomer and I'm used to having everything handed to me. How do computers work? Where's my uh, sticky note with my password on it? Oh, right. okay. Oh, this is not a boomer problem. Okay, the idea of a this is not a boomer problem. You fucking zoomers have been losing your shirts for the past year and a half on your magic internet money. <laughs> what? What? Crypto! What do you think magic internet money is? Amazon.com gift cards? I don't know what is crypto. <laughs> Can you explain it to me, Asterios? All right, you little Zoomer fuck. You listen to me. I know for a fact, <laughs> and all you little Zoomer fucks listen to me. Your Bitcoins, and your Litecoins, and your Rightcoins, and your Bitcoins, and your Zeitcoins. They're all in the toilet right now. And boomers like me, who couldn't figure out how to install a crypto wallet on our computers, now we're rich. I mean, not me, but other boomers. Are, well, actually, apparently all, the mar all of 2018's market gains have been wiped out. So maybe nobody's making money. Maybe, maybe the only money is in pork merchandise because we keep buying it. And it's not getting any cheaper. Yeah, the market is low, but the Instagram model salaries are high. <laughs> wait, what? That's wait. the only place where there is money. Wait, what's what's the, is this a new meme? I don't know what you're talking about. 
No, I'm literally talking about. Haven't you? Don't you have an Instagram? Yeah. Haven't you ever seen those? Uh, like, there'll be a hot girl and she'll take her clothes off and then she'll be holding a tea. Be like, wow, I love to wake up in the morning looking exactly like this and then drink a big cup of poop tea. Poop tea. You can get it. For ten percent off when you use my code Slutty McSlut. Oh, you're talking about influencer marketing. Okay, yeah. that okay, that I understand. Yes. Oh, by the way, me and Sriracha, we are the internet's hottest new influencer couple. Sure, we just took a big dump on a bunch of meat in a box, but if you paid us enough money, we'd say that meat was great. Yeah, fuck you. I'll do it for. Uh... Money. I'll say everything's great for money. That's the difference between me and Maddox. Maddox says, oh, no, I have integrity. I need to test out the product. I will show anything. I'll show your poop tea. If you pay me enough money, I'll show your poop tea. I'll show your diet lollipops. I'll post with me eating your lollipops saying, hey, I might be a fat fuck, but after I eat these appetite-suppressing lollipops, I won't be. I have zero integrity. Please pay me. I will promote your product. And if you don't pay me, I will shit all over it like I Shat on butcher box. Oh, I love this. Okay, every episode from now on. So next episode. So Squarespace, listen up, Squarespace. Yeah, listen up, Squarespace. You're fucking next. You're next. By the next episode of Pork Chatter, if if people can't use promo code Porgs, promo code Fat Little Bodies, you're gonna get it, Squarespace. You're gonna. Oh, get you're it. gonna get it, Squarespace. <laughs> Oh man, at least I'm not at least I'm not that guy that liquidated all of his assets to buy Bitcoin at eighteen thousand dollars because he was convinced it was going to a hundred thousand. I wonder if that guy's still alive. He's gotta be dead now, right? Something that Sriracha often tells me is that uh cause Sriracha follows crypto for some re- I- one of my own one of my favorite hobbies is carefully monitoring the twitching cor- corpse of the cryptocurrency market. But like three weeks ago, we were in a bar and Sriracha's like, I'm going to become a full-time crypto trader. I'm going to do it. All I need is for my, what is it? B- crypto bank? What was it called? Bond? Uh, Coinbase. She, Coinbase. She's, like, she's like, all I need is for my Coinbase account to clear this money. It'll be 10 days till it's clear, and then I'm going to start day trading crypto. And thank God on the ninth day, the crypto market crashed, and it's like, ooh, Coinbase. Yeah, can, I, can you send me back that American money? Not in a weird microchip, not weird microchip money, please. Listen, when the whole global financial market crashes and the only currency accepted is Bitcoin and we laugh at your fiat money, then you'll be sorry. I was in a liquor store the other day buying my dad uh, a birthday present. I bought him a bottle of cowboy whiskey called High West Whiskey. And, um, and they had signs up at this liquor store. It was a liquor store in Grand Central Station. It was a very nice liquor store. They had signs up that say, we accept Litecoin. And I thought to myself, <laughs> what if they don't know Litecoin has crashed? Like, yeah. what if what if they only update their indexes week? Do you have any Litecoins? I have zero Litecoins. Okay. But I'm sure it's crashed. <laughs> okay. I hear you have a thing called chain links. Uh, let's move on from this topic forever. Now, <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving, to be more exact. And today's episode, I would like to talk about porgs and Thanksgiving food. More specifically, I've created a list of Thanksgiving treats, and I want us to rank on a scale of 1 to 10 how 
With what scale of vigor a porg would devour a tray of these oh. foods? Well, well, that sounds great. So let's say 10 is the porgs love it and one is they hate it. Yeah, no 11s, no zeros. So use your numbers sparingly. You got, you got it. All right. All right. So first, we start off with the classic turkey. Nice slice of turkey with gravy on it. I'll even give. Where would you put that, Asterios? See, bear turkey, I was going to say a pork might give it a five. If there's a little bit of skin on it, five and a half. I think the gravy takes the turkey to like a six, six and a half. And if there's a lot of gravy, if this turkey is smothered in gravy, and if the turkey has been in that gravy for a couple of minutes, so the gravy has kind of melted the turkey into like a turkey gravy mash then that's a seven or an eight. I think they would, but you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, take the turkey out of there. You give a you give a pork a bowl of gravy, that's a seven or an eight too. I, yeah, I don't I think know. Porgs would, I think they would think gravy is soup, but turkey, yes. I would put a turkey at like a six-ish yeah, because they don't yeah. know, and they don't know that it bird too. <laughs> well, don't know. I, I mean, don't dogs eat other dogs? I hear that dogs are, sometimes they put dogs in dog food. What the fuck? Is that true? Yeah, can you do me a favor and Google that right now? Google dogs, dog corpse in dog food. Well, I don't know if you have to be so explicit, but yes. Does dog food have dog <laughs> I hate sidebar. I really hate when commercials advertise USDA approved or like USDA meat or whatever. It's like saying we pay our employees minimum wage. Like, yeah, you have to. You have to be USDA approved. Oh, I had no idea. Oh, that's hilarious. I did not know. Because I didn't you know can't, that. you can't feed it to people. <laughs> if it's not, you have to turn it into chum. Um, okay. According to dogfoodadvisor.com, they, they claim a number of companies continue to use euthanized pets to make dog food. There's no data to support this claim. Well, according to dogfood.com, companies continue to do it. So it sounds like I'm right. Dogfood.com, you're on dogfood. Let's go to Snopes. Snopes, does pet food re- include rendered euthanized pets? Um, Where does it say true? Unknown. They say unknown. See? Exactly. The truth is out there. And if you can't disprove it by science, it must be true. Yeah, take that, Elon Musk. Yeah, exactly. Don't email me me telling me that you can't make porgs because there's no data that suggests that we can't not make porgs. Yes, exactly. That's my gorilla mind working. As Sherlock Holmes said, once you remove the fantastical, only what's left which is that pile of dogs must be in the food. That you, you know the classic Sherlock Holmes tale, The Hound of Baskervilles. It was, about a, it was about a bunch of dogs that got put in Baskervilles dog treats. Sherlock, Holmes, <laughs> yeah. Sherlock gets addicted to them much like cocaine. The, the classic mystery where Sherlock Holmes eats dogs. But Sherlock Holmes was not a real person, right? Um, No, apparently Sherlock Holmes was based on a real doctor that uh that what's his name uh sir arthur conan doyle knew like sir arthur conan doyle knew 
a crazy asshole drug addict doctor who was uh, constantly deducing bullshit. And then he was like, well, instead of solving medical mysteries, what if you solve real mysteries? And then 150 years later, the producers of the show House went, instead of solving real mysteries, what if you solve medical mysteries? And then and five years later, the producers of the show, The Good Doctor, said, what if instead of solving medical mysteries, he solved medical mysteries and was also autistic? Yeah, it's kind of crazy to me how television, because this, because The Good Doctor is not the first show to do that. CBS's numbers ran for like eight years. Television shows, it's just like medicine plus autism. Miss, like crimes plus autism. Legal lawsuits plus autism. It's like autism isn't a, that's not a show. You can't just add the word autism to an existing, <laughs> to an existing procedural concept. And, but you know what? I'm wrong, because it is a show. It's actually multiple shows. To be fair, to be fair, have you ever been to college? Every, the, the, the stars in any field are X plus autism. <sighs> I mean, that's true. You know, that, I mean, yeah. You know, that's, there's I a, just. There's a term yeah. called what, the autistic savant. Is that an actual thing or is that something that I made up? <laughs> I'm pretty sure well, that's an actual thing. No, you're uh, well. Okay, that might be a thing, but you but you actually might be mixing up two different terms. Um, there used to be a term called uh, a genius savant, which was when like a crazy person was also good at something. But then later we we're like, oh, that person's not crazy. They they are on the autism spectrum. So like, it's savant has kind of gone down in usage. Oh, I, I've been calling autistic savant, like, an autist that knows how to capitulate their autism in a way that benefits society. Like, instead of staring at trains, maybe they make trains. I feel like we are... Okay, here's where we started, which is what I liked. <laughs> I liked criticizing Hollywood for for turning, some, turning differently abled people into kind of superheroes. But now Sriracha's taking us into the classic path of just mocking people with disabilities. Mac and cheese! What if I see mac and cheese? I would give mac and cheese a solid eight. A this solid is why eight. I edit things out, by the way. Last why? episode, you're like, oh, Astera's edited out half the episode. This is why. Which you did do. Why? Yeah, I did. Because, you, because some of the stuff you say is insane. I don't care, though, Asterios. I'm sober and I don't care. You should care. But, if it, but there are people right now who are listening who may be on the autism spectrum, and we don't want them to think of themselves as different or weird. We want them to okay. know that they're... We want them to know that, like, that they're welcome. <laughs> We're all a little bit different. Like, welcome to the Pork Chatter family. Welcome to the Asterios Coconuts Podcast Factory, where if you're different... It doesn't matter. We're all different, which means we're all the same. Okay, I take that back. Any dip, uh, disparaging comments about the autistic, I revert it and I say everyone is welcome here, no matter what your talents, unless you are Maddox, <laughs> which yes, case, get out. exactly. The one person we are allowed to be prejudiced against is Maddox because the New York State Supreme Court is prejudiced against him too. So if it's good enough for the courts, it's good enough for... But seriously... 
I don't think we've done a single episode together where you have not just been like, autism's funny. Hi, I'm Sriracha. <laughs> I think I'm on 4chan all the time, even though I'm not. Shit post, shit post, shit post. <laughs> poo, poo, pee, pee. <laughs> I sound way better than that. <laughs> okay, you do sound way better than that, but like, the next time you bring up autism, how about this? Moratorium on autism. Moratorium on autism. Let's just see if you can go one episode without, God, your 4chan bullshit. Your soapbox is looking a little unstable. Are you done? Wait, what's wrong with my soapbox? Be careful, you might fall over. <laughs> you need a snack? You've been up there for a while. I think Porks would love mac and cheese. <laughs> Well, give me a number. I need number. Eight. I think an eight or a nine. And you know what? How about this? Regular mac and cheese, eight. If it's that kind of like barbecue mac and cheese where like it's all grilled on the top and like the Ooh. top is all blackened because it's been like kind of caramelized with a torch. Baked nine. mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because I think that the – I don't think they would be used to like a food that is different textures – and I think they would just go crazy. And I think they would actually fight over the baked mac and cheese. I do as well. I think that, first of all, I think there's a problem with me. Do you think they would burn themselves? Because porks do not have beaks, so they need to just shovel their whole fake. And they can't use forks, obviously, because they're dumb birds. And they don't know. They don't know how they work. So they just have to shovel their face in it. Do you think that them burning themselves, <laughs> because they definitely would, would remove any points or no? No, they, but don't forget, they also have those cute little tongues. And like those little tongues would definitely burn. The roof of their mouths would burn. I think what, but, but the thing is, with baked mac and cheese, they would love it so much, they'd be like, they'd eat a little bit and they'd go, Meh! and they'd eat a little <laughs> bit more and they'd go, Meh! and like, they just, I don't think they'd be able to resist. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm going to give mac and cheese. I, I, you've convinced me to bump it up to an 8.5. I think they would burn themselves, but I think they would also happily just jump in the pan. <laughs> yeah, cause, because like taking care of burns is kind of like tomorrow's problem. By tomorrow, I mean five seconds from now. Right now's <laughs> problem is I don't have enough mac mac in my mouth mouth. In my mouth mouth. Next is deviled eggs. Ooh. What do you think? A three. I'd give it a two. They are birds. <laughs> you sick Yeah, but fuck. they don't. But they don't know. They don't know. Again, again, we feed dogs dog food. You can't. We feed dogs dogs. You can't disprove it. <laughs> we don't. I don't believe that we feed oh, dogs oh, dogs. Where's your evidence that? The, where's your evidence that they don't? Ah, I don't have any that exactly. they do. Where's your evidence that they do? Hysteria. <laughs> I'm right by default. Much like the default judgment Maddox sought against me, I, I judge you by default. What is going on with that? He owes the stereos. You what now? $290? How does he? $290, baby. What happens if he does not pay that? Oh. Okay, well, first off, just in case anybody's like panicking. This is absent of sanctions or a countersuit. It's just which which I will be asking for a shitload of money 
in sanctions in the countersuit. But recently, Maddox's first case got wrapped up, the, where he sued all of us, dismissed with prejudice. And at the end of the case, Maddox has to like pay some rinky-dink filing fees. Uh, so it's $290 for filing fees. This is what I've heard. I don't know if this is true, but this is what I've heard. This, in New York State, court-ordered debts are different than a credit card debt or a car loan or your cell phone debt. It's like, you got to pay this. If you don't, you can be held in contempt of court. And it accrues 9% interest, which is much higher than the federal bond rate right now. So... Everyone that's moving their cash into t- into uh, T-notes or I-bonds or the dollar, you should be moving your cash into the 9% interest growing. We're beating the market right now with the debt Maddox owes me. Because the Dow is, is now down a percentage point for all of 2018. Whereas the savvy sued by Maddox investor, I'm up 9% every day. Until he pays me. Yeah, I think that's the only asset on the market that is increasing in value right now is your is Maddox's debt to you. So, um, I, I, the only thing I know about this, the only frame of reference I have is that Russell Greer, the guy that sued Taylor Swift, oh, no. during the last time got ordered to pay. The judge thought he was so stupid and dumb and silly that he ordered to pay Russell to pay $1,600 to the other lawyer, Taylor Swift's lawyer, because his case was that inane and frivolous. And then he just said, fuck you, I'm not paying it, and never paid it, and nothing happened. So would you need to sue Maddox to get that money? Or will somebody sue Maddox, or will the state sue Maddox for you? Well, I am guessing that it would cost more money than... My guess is that like Taylor Swift's lawyer is paid like $1,000 an hour. So it would cost Taylor Swift's lawyer more money and billable time to pursue that debt than it's worth. However, my time is worthless. I'm making no money an hour right now. And I will pursue this debt to the end of time. Small claims court, large claims court. Recently, um, actually, my friend Dax sent me... Wait, hold on, let me pull it up sent me the email address. So a listener reached out to Dax and was like, hey, I know a law firm that specializes in collecting court-ordered debts. I'll give you their information. I have their information here right in my phone. The name of the firm is called Houselanger and Associates. I'm (laughs) I'm gonna get in touch with them and I'm gonna be like, how much to get? How much to get my two ninety? Because they might buy the debt off me. They, they, they might be like, "We'll give you ninety dollars for it," and then I'll say, "No deal," because this is my plan. Are you ready to hear this? I'm re- It's the best thing possible to say your plan on a public podcast. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> okay, here's my plan. I'm gonna chop up Maddox's two hundred ninety dollar debt into two hundred and ninety one dollar debt. Notes, bonds, if you will. I'm calling them mad bonds. And these <laughs> bonds, a municipal bond accrues 2%, 3% interest. A federal bond, 1%, 2% interest. These bonds increase at 9% interest, baby. 
You might, if you buy a Mad Bond from me, you might be as rich as me. I, or I, you might be as rich as a rich guy. Mad Bonds, baby. I'm doing it. I, I don't understand, but I support you. <laughs> well, what's not to understand? I'm going to, okay. When you, okay, how about this? When you buy a municipal bond, let's say your town no, wants no, to no, build. No, 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 Asterios, I understand the concept of bonds. I'm saying Asterios Kokonos is not a financial institution, so I don't know how you yourself could issue bonds. Yeah, no, you're right. Asterios Kokonos is not a financial institution, but you know it is. My S Corporation Spite Incorporated. <laughs> oh, really? Because is Spite FDIC backed? <laughs> Corporate bonds are sold all the time. Oh, you can invest in corporate bonds right now, baby. Okay. All right. Well, if did anybody you wants never to... play? Did you never play SimCity? Yeah, I get all my financial advice from SimCity. <laughs> it's it's surprisingly a lot of it works because if you don't fix the roads, you will regret this. And if a giant spaceship shows up in the middle of your town and you don't have enough cops to. Beat him off. Your city's done so, baby. True or false? All right. I think I'm starting to understand why we cut stuff. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Is this, a, is this a meta exercise? Are you trying to teach me a lesson? What about mashed potatoes? That's the, literally the next one on my list. <laughs> mashed potatoes. I think mashed potatoes, do you think they'd like butter? <laughs> Well, see, that's the thing. Regular mashed potatoes, I think that's like a four. Put some butter on it, that's a five. Put some gravy on it, mm, five and a half. Yeah, I don't think porgs would care that much about mashed potatoes because they're kind of bland. I feel like porgs would seek out very, very strong flavors because they're used to eating berries and fish straight from the sea and green monster titty milk. I think that the, but the other thing is they would also seek out bright colors because we know they like shiny rocks, not dull rocks. So I, yeah, I, I agree. I don't think mashed, I think mashed potatoes is another gravy delivery system for them. Yeah, I would, I, I would give, yeah, I agree with you. I would give mashed potatoes a three and then mashed potatoes with gravy a four. Okay. Next on the list is buttermilk biscuits. <laughs> oh, Seven, but oh my god, covered in honey and with a they pat of butter on top. Nine, they need a drink. they're dying, they need drinks. <laughs> I think they would eat it. I would give buttermilk biscuits a six because I think they would start to eat it and really like it, and then their throat, their little tiny throats would get all dry. They would need a drink, and then they at that point they would stop eating the biscuits. Hmm. I think you're right. You have thought about this more than me. I think that's I absolutely correct. I spend all day thinking about porgs and Thanksgiving food. How did you know? Oh my god, you're so cute. All right, what's left? Cra wait, cranberry sauce. We got nine. I got a list. Eight here. or nine. Eight oh, or nine. God, I think yes. cranberry sauce. Nine. Nine. I'm giving cranberry sauce a nine because it's berries. It's berries, and it's a berry. It's a. It's like a big block of berry jelly, and I think they would go ape shit. For cranberry yeah. sauce. What about stuffing? Oh, see, stuffing is so diff. It's like, I like stuffing, but I mean, it would depend on who made the stuffing. Because if the stuffing is dry, that's a one. But if it's like nice, moist stuffing, maybe a five or a six? 
Yeah, I think stuffing, it's like you said with mashed potatoes, is a gravy delivery system. <laughs> it's yeah. a vehicle to eat more gravy. Man, yeah. of course, swim in gravy. Yeah, that's, I think that's what we're learning today, is that, like, the ultimate pork Thanksgiving dinner would just be a table full of gravy boats. Because oh. porks are natural swimmers. They would get in the gravy and burn the fuck out of themselves. Oh, they're so dumb. I know. But let's say they wait for the gravy to become lukewarm. Lukewarm gravy to me sounds disgusting. But lukewarm gravy to a porg is heaven. And if they feel like they're too dirty, they can just do controlled dives off of cliffs into the sea. And they could lick each other. <laughs> they could, they could yick each other. Sweet potato casserole. I'm giving that one an 8.5. Okay. Sweet potato casserole, does it have marshmallows in it? Yes, of course. Well, then, yeah, I think an 8.5. Yep. An 8.5, it would get all stuck to their little mouths. And their little peats. <laughs> their little tiny wings. Oh, they're so cute. Oh, my God. Yeah, and you know they have like little little tiny teeth because you see sometimes they have little tiny teeth, they have a little tiny tongue, so they're like chomp chomp chomping on the on the marshmallows with their either tiny teeth, and it gets pork? all stuck in their mouth. You think pork bites would hurt? No, 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 no. No, no I've thought about it. Like, um, it would just be like a baby biting you. It's just like this is cute, a little cutie. They're just trying to latch on. Much like they latch on to those big green tibby milk tibbies. Oh, really? Do porgs do that? Do they suck? <laughs> That's why Luke was so pissed off in that movie. Because, you know, as soon as... If Ray wasn't there, he'd be drinking milk straight from that tin. Yeah, I know. He to, he's like, I gotta put this in a bottle like, a, like an asshole. Like a goddamn asshole. Cornbread. Mm, again, I think, I think without butter and honey, like three or four. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a two, just because I think it would be too dry for their yeah. little tiny teeth. Yeah, that's what I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about dryness as well. I'm cons I too am concerned about dryness. Peach cobbler. With some, with ice cream? Yeah, with ice cream. Okay. That might be the thing they like the most. I'm gonna give that yeah. a ten. I was gonna say, I'm gonna use my limited ten. On yeah. Peach Cobbler. This is the first 10 I've handed out as well. I'm going to give it a 10. They would absolutely love it. I think they would, Asterios. I, I think they would too. Because they would go... No Look. Just ice cream, I think, would get a 9. Because they'd be like, what the hell is this? And it's, it's perfect warm. for licking with their little tongues. It's warm and cold? What? Yeah. Yes, exactly. And then... You got the pie, which has a bunch of berries in the middle. They love berries, but flaky crust, the pie edges, mix it all up. Well, here's what I love to do. Get a big bowl, like a very big bowl, and just put some peach cobbler in the bottom and then put a pork in the bowl and the pork would like swim around and mix it all together. His wings would get all sticky and he'd just be eating everything. And then just imagine the pork asleep in a bowl with his big fat belly and he's like snoring covered in ice cream. Love oh, this. Imagine coming home from the store and seeing just a, a murder of porgs asleep on your counters with their bellies stuffed and you have no food, but you have 40 porgs in your kitchen. Yeah, what, yes, what would you rather have? 
I'd rather have the porks. I can go to the grocery store and get more food. I can't go to the porksery store and get more porks. Get more pork happiness. No, you can't. You no, you can't. can't. I you think can't. this is going to wrap up this episode of Pork Chatter. Time for some news headlines from around the web. <clears throat> Our first news headline. Mike Cernovich says that marijuana is for losers. <laughs> what do you think about that? Doesn't he, like, take kids out into ayahuasca huts now for $10,000? I was going to say, that's a big fucking talk for somebody that got drunk on Instagram Live. <laughs> yeah, he did! Yeah, and started rambling about what happened to Cernovich. What happened to Cernovich? I think alcohol I is way worse for you than marijuana. Yeah, no, I, no, I can put... Look, they're both... Look, they're both... If you do enough of either, you will become a loser. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. As someone who smokes a lot of pot but doesn't want to, uh, I guess I have to kind of agree with Cernovich on this one. Oh, really? You finally found your common ground with Cernovich? <laughs> yeah, I think this is the this is the one thing we agree on. Um, yeah, because it's just like I don't know. You know those guys that you know those guys that that are like i have a 12 foot skull bong and when you inhale the skull lights up and it goes happy halloween <laughs> do you do like, we know those guys do we mean, go to their house you know, you know look those guys look i knew i used to live in la i knew those guys and it's like i don't know it's fun to hang out with those guys for a night and stay in and get high and order grubhub and play playstation but if you're doing that every night then that is not that is kind of loserish. And again, this is I'm a guy who I mean, you see what happens when I'm around marijuana. I'm like the Tasmanian devil for weed. No, you literally can't control yourself. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I, what I do now and Sriracha hates this, but it's the only way I can control myself like it's such I will a waste. buy some Oh, I don't know what else to do. Explain. No, you I cut you off. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, it's no, it's okay. Um, I'll buy a bag of weed. Me and Sriracha will get super stoned for one night, and then I'll flush the rest of it down the toilet. Because if I don't, it that's my whole week. It's just, just that bag of weed. To me, I can no, control myself. I'll find. I will find it. You think you're good at hiding? But here's what that. Here's what happens. So Sriracha will be like, "Give it to me. I'll hide it." And I and I'll. You know what? A couple of times ago, I was like, okay, I'll give it to you. And then, Sriracha falls asleep. I'm up until late in the morning, ripping the house apart, trying to find the weed. And then when I find it, I smoke the whole goddamn thing. So now Sriracha's like, double? So it's like, A, now Sriracha doesn't have any weed. B, she was hiding this from me to try to help me. What it does is it turns my addiction into like a fun game of hide and seek. And the reward is a relapse. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah you're right all right you've opened the light to me time to flush right down yeah. the toilet sorry and i can't do those pens either i can't do the pens it's like too pens. easy i love i love the pens but it's just too easy it's like ooh, push this button and then you'll immediately become high oh and this has 80 hits in it it's like, well, let me see how many hits I can get right now. And the next thing I know, I can't move or speak. Getting high in public is the purpose, perfect balance of fun and dangerous. <laughs> That's yes. 
<laughs> yeah, see, we always talk about like, oh, let's get a pen and we'll sneak it into the movies and we'll vape and we'll watch a bad movie and we'll eat popcorn. And it'll be fun. And then here's what happens. We get a pen. I go to the bathroom, sit on the toilet and hit the pen all day. And you're like, hey, do you want to uh, do anything today with your day? And I'm like, yeah, this. Why do you ask? I'm perfectly content just doing this. We've Until never, I run out of weed, everything's perfect. We've never once beat the computer either. I think we usually play Age of Empires, right? <laughs> yeah, we play Age of Empires while stoned. We have been trying to beat the computer on moderate for a few months now. Two on two. Recently, we've gone one on two. And we and, still can't uh, beat the computer. <laughs> I know. It's really... And, and by the way, this is a computer from 1993 that we can't beat. I think the computer's cheating. It has to... Of course it's cheating. It's a computer. It creates the map. Yeah. Well, the, the cheat that I'm thinking is, it's like, I think the... Because we can only perform one action at a time. You know, like, we can click on the barracks to produce some soldiers, and then we can click on the peasants to farm for food. I think the computer is is committing multiple actions simultaneously at incredible speeds. Yeah, I believe that. I could see that. I think that's a thing. I, what they have to do is they have to make the computer play by the rules of a human. Like, you don't do one thing at a time. It might take three or four seconds to move your mouse over here. Like, if they did that, then it's a fair fight. Oh, I'm upset that we haven't even beat one computer. That's really humbling. That's not even the most difficult setting. That's just moderate. Yeah, I know. I want to play Age of Empires right now so bad, but all I have is my 2009 Mac laptop oh, with God me damn it, I was going to say. I want to play I know. real bad. Um, Nick's news headline from around the web. McDonald's got rid of, you know how you go to McDonald's and you get the large soda and it's the only one that comes in a plastic cup? Yes. They got rid of them. Now they have sh the shitty paper cups are also the larges. And I'm hoping that's just my stupid podunk McDonald's and not all McDonald's. Because also. Those plastic. Sue. Those plastic cups were fantastic for for getting for getting drunk around the city with. There's so many times when Sriracha and I would go to McDonald's, buy a one dollar drum of soda in that plastic cup. And then I'm like, can I use the bathroom, please? Out comes the flask, and here's the task. Put it in the drink. Really <laughs> makes you think. And you've completed the task, and your reward is alcoholism. Yeah. But see the, see, the thing about alcohol that's different than weed for me, with alcohol, if I drink too much, I'll eventually go to sleep. With weed, if I smoke too much, I'm just like, now to eat more and watch more TV. Like, there's not... Like, there's never enough weed for me to deliver that knockout punch. Yeah, no, uh, alcohol has a built-in reward punishment system. <laughs> yep. You drink a little bit, and you have a better time at listening to a shitty band in a bar. And you drink too much, and you wake up, and you can't move. <laughs> you have to Uber Eats McDonald's to your house. Yeah, like, I've had weed hangovers, but it's nothing... It's nothing like an alcohol hangover. Like, like I can't drink the next day, but if I wake up the next day, I'm like, oh, I smoked way too much weed yesterday. Well, time to get back to work. I mean, I've never gotten a hangover from that. 
I've only gotten alcohol a hangover. I think I wake up sometimes and I carry over a little bit, but I don't get like a hang. Like I, I get really bad hangovers too. Like I'll wake up and I cannot move my out, get out of bed. But with that, I just kind of wake up and I'm still a little bit stupid. Yeah, I've noticed that you wake up the next day stoned, and I'm always very jealous. I'm like, God damn it. I, 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 you're saving so much money on weed. I also, I don't get hungover as much as you, I don't think. Well, yeah, it's because I'm old. I'm a boomer. Of course I can. Yeah, wait till you hit your 30s, and then, we'll, then let's talk. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Next news headline from Around the Web. That turtle, did you see the story about the turtle that got caught in a bunch of cocaine? Yes, apparently the Coast Guard found a turtle struggling, and they were like, oh, no, we got to help the turtle. And then the turtle was attached to literally $54 million worth of cocaine. Holy shit. Coke turtle is fucking literally choked to the gills. Do turtles have gills? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know where this, but this turtle has so much yayo that I bet it's now moving at moderate speed. I love Coke Turtle. I love Coke Turtle. There must have been a period, like a 30-minute period, where that turtle was the most dangerous predator on Earth. Oh, my God. Right? Because because if you're prey, you're like, oh, that's a turtle. I've got all day to move. But then half a day later, it shows up and eats you. (laughs) Coke Turtle. I want to hold Coke Turtle. I want to give him... I'll give him my cocaine. I want to party. I want to party with Coke Turtle so bad. I want to hear him tell long stories that go nowhere. I want to hear Coke Turtle be like, "I went to a brothel and then I hooked up with a prostitute." Is, and then, isn't this story cool? And you're like, "Oh no, this is no, it's not." I don't know that I would be bragging about this. I think that's his cousin Adderall Turtle, actually. Oh my god. And it can't beat that one, so gonna end the episode here. It's been a pork chatter Thanksgiving. Oh shit, I need to pick the winner. The winner of the Nutella drawing. I have a pork to give away. His name is Nutella. He's very cute. He's the Kevin model. He's the exact same pork. There's something about this pork, this Kevin, that makes me want to kiss it. I don't know what it is, but I'm very compelled to kiss this thing. I kiss this pork probably like a hundred times a day. It's because the Kevin model of and, and okay, the Kevin model of pork is the pork that you can get at the Disney store, um, or probably on the Disney store website. They sell one kind of pork, um, and it's this. Uh, it has a terrified face, it and looks I so think scared. that I think that's why it is so kissable, um, because you just want to comfort him. A lot of other porks look content. You know, um, like Flappy looks like he's just kind of like, hey, what's going on? What's up? You got any food for me? You know, caffeine is kind of like, caffeine is kind of like resigned to whatever's happening, whereas Kevin's kind of like the Eeyore of the flock. But Kevin is in constant terror of his surroundings. He looks like he's constantly shaking. Like he would be constantly shaking. Yes. Yes. We have 17 people enter the competition, which is 16 more than I thought would. And I just entered everybody that made a review on iTunes except for myself. And I think one other person. So it's a very real possibility that Kimball might win without even entering the contest. I can't wait. All right. Ready? Random number generator. Generate. The number is seven. And the winner is... 
Bunny at Law. <laughs> Bunny at Law, congratulations. You are the winner of the Porg. Please uh, send me a DM. I will get your Porg in the mail as soon as I feel like it, <laughs> which will probably be after the holidays. And speaking of thanking our listeners, uh, something I'm trying to do now on the Podcast Factory is just like every episode, just thank a couple of people who are patrons. Okay. And so I would like to thank... Wait, hold on, let me pull this up. Yeah, which Patreonies are you most thankful for? <laughs> well, I'm just going to pull up the ones... I'm going to just pull up the ones who commented most No, recently. this is the ones that Asterios likes. And if you don't get listed, then okay, you're not no, nope, that's, nope, that's not that's not true at all. These are just the guys who commented most recently. Tim Black, Sleep Near, Phil Clark, Dale Luck, Zach Huck Chance, and, again, the Phone Losers of America. Thank you, guys. And thanks to every patron. The money that you give us goes directly to keeping a roof over our heads. So we have a place to edit episodes of Pork Chatter and store our adorable flock. If you're thanking people, I want to thank people too. I'm going to thank the five most recent people that followed me on Twitter as of this recording. Thank nice. you. Nice. Okay. Thank you so much to Jennifer. Thank you to Paul. Thank you to the Messiah of Rats. <laughs> thank you to... Bitcoin Steen. Oh, I think that might be Gabe, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's Gabe. Thank you, Gabe Benitez. And thank you to Newest Whaler. Also, thank you to Visible Concern. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Remember. Remember. Never beat your porgs. Because to the world... You might be just one person, but to your porg, you are their whole world. <laughs> Can we put some exactly Christmas right. music here? Good night, everybody. Mm-hmm.